Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's good, everybody? Your man Ike Jones back in the captain's chair here at the Amen Corner. Can I get an amen? Amen. This is the Amen Corner Podcast, a collection of SEC football fans from different SEC teams coming together to talk ball once a week. Powered by the War Report. Represent Georgia, Paul Meharry. Representing Florida, Kenny B. And representing Auburn, Ike Jones. You are now, now listening, to, listening, to, listening to. I took it up top this time. Took and I thought, me, you yeah. know what? It's still a beautiful thing to hear, man. I'm here. Kenny B, Paul Meharry, we are here talking a little SEC football. Spring camp is going on all over the SEC. And uh, we just want to kind of get some updates. Here, here's the thing that I, I like to say. Fans of every every fan base like to talk about the progress. Our, you know, oh man, we you know we're making progress. Blah, blah, blah. But we forget everybody's working, right? When you get into your little silo, you start feeling like you're the only people out there working hard. You see the social media videos from your school. And it's like, ah, oh, man, you see kids out there hitting the waist. They're working hard. They're ready. You're not the only team working, right? So I just want to give some something outside of the silo to everybody. So we are going to start with the program that needs the most work, and that's the Auburn Tigers. And we're going to... I like that. I really thought he was going to Kenny there, but no. No, not if we need talking about who needs the most work. Kenny tries to convince us every week. Florida's ready to um to to retake the throne out there in the yeah, SEC East, man. Yeah, so, does. listen, they're, they're one quarterback away from... <laughs> from, from being... Hey. Hey. National championship contenders, right? Man, look, you know, you're gonna win the, win the SEC yeah, East with, with the right quarterback. Is that how it's going down in Gainesville? I mean, look, when UGA is hiring 18 people to try to fix something, you know, <laughs> if, if there's any time to do it now, <laughs> if there's any time to do it, it's do it now. I oh, love Sunbelt it. Billy, oh, Sunbelt Billy down there gonna take y'all to the promised land. Hey man, he's hey, getting man. It, he's getting it right, man. What's what's your guy yeah, named Micah um Mezcal? Uh, nah, Mezcal. Mezcal. Yeah, decided to throw the deuces. Michael to- Michael Mezcal um decided it was more fun to go to the bar than it was to go to practice after he uh tore his labrum. Billy's down there getting them in. He's getting them right, man. He's like, look, we're not we're not tolerating all this foolishness in Gainesville anymore. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know what you were used to with Mullen here, but we ain't doing that around here no more. Look, look though, how long does it take for a torn room to come back? He's I gone don't for even... the season. He's gone for the season. Yeah. So so Billy just cleaned the house. Yeah. I mean, but the point he was trying to make is, look, bro, you still got to show up, even though you're not going to play this year. Yeah, man. Yeah, nah, nah, man. I transferred. No, nah, look, I transferred here, man. If I ain't playing, I'm out, man. I ain't coming. <laughs> nah, nah, I ain't. What nah. is he gonna do though? Like I'm saying, like what? Why, gonna, why he, not? 
He's probably going to go home for a year and then try to jump back or go Juco. Who, I don't who, know. Who wants this kid right now with that attitude? Well, yeah, right. That's not a good attitude to have, I'm saying, though. But I can see where this young fella is coming from. You tell me yeah. I got to go to practice. It's, you, you tell me I got to wake up at 6 a.m. workouts and I tore my labor and I ain't going to work all year? It's like, come on, bro. Your legs still work, man? Man, look. Look, I'm going back to Baylor. Well, <laughs> You, you think you think Aranda is gonna be like, yeah, come on back, man. And uh no, nah, he's here. not going back to Baylor. What I'm saying is though, that's where I'd like to go, but he's gonna end up at some southeastern Mississippi technical college. Yeah, and, yeah. He's gonna end at one of the 432 Mississippi community colleges. And God bless him because his dorm room at Florida was a hell of a lot nicer than what he's about to move that, to. Okay, that's that's kind of my okay. point about this though. It's like you at least would have had a facility you could go and rehab in. You're on scholarship still. Like, what are you going to do now just because you didn't want to wake up and go to meetings and practices? Like, just go and participate, bro, and get the get the free medical care and the scholarship. That's yeah, not you, a lot to ask. Now, now you now you you and uh, the NIL now, check. Right. And now you got some 23-year-old that just learned about sports therapy gonna be taking care of you at Mississippi Tech, <laughs> and they're gonna give you a bag of ice and and tell you feel better. You know, yeah, I don't I don't understand. I don't understand the decision personally, but I don't know enough about it to rag on the man too much. But anyway, let's get off of uh, Micah Mezcal. I'm going to pronounce his name wrong every single time. That's so disrespectful for me. to just it, it sure is. It sure is. Like saying his name wrong on purpose multiple times. I apologize, Micah. <laughs> um, let, yeah, let's go, go around the horn here and talk about spring camp. Auburn, of course, is in the midst of their spring camp. News out of Auburn, if you didn't know, because a lot of you aren't Auburn fans. Yeah, quarterback is not going on over there. Is not it's not looking good at the quarterback room so far, according to Coach. Robbie Ashford, who is it? Robbie Ashford, TJ Finley is still here. Hey, my boy. I mean, hey, and, man. And then Holden Gariner, the red shirt freshman. Um, and then you got a Sawyer Pate, the 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 uh, walk on kid that's there. And then that's it right now. So it's really oh, it's, you got you got you got three scholarship QBs. Yes, three scholarship QBs right now. Okay. TJ, Robbie, Holden. And then Hank Brown was the freshman that is coming in the class that won't get there until fall. So there will be a you got a You got a quarterback coming in that didn't enroll early? Yeah. That's kind of unheard of. It is very unusual. He was initially committed to Liberty, and then Coach Hugh Freeze came, and he came over afterwards and flipped his commitment. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Right. Okay. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see, but Coach Hugh Free says that the quarterback room isn't where he wants them to be right now. So Auburn fans are in a panic, thinking that we're going to be trash at quarterback because they they they're not progressing at the rate which Coach Hugh Freeze wants them to. Um, outside mm. of that, everything seems to be good, relatively injury free thus far. Going into when is when is the spring game for you guys? Well, George, oh, where's when's George's man. spring? Game? I think it's like April twentieth, April fourteenth, April fourteenth. Okay, we're we're going April eighth here for ours. Um, Kenny, you know when the spring game is for Florida? Uh, spring game April fifteenth uh, for yeah. for Georgia. Oh, I thought you were telling me something. Um, let me find out. It is on. I should know this, right? I I don't know. Uh, if anybody's gonna know, it's gonna be the what? April 13th. 13th. Okay. So yeah, people, the, the reason, reason I, that's like a, that's a Thursday. That's a Thursday. Yeah, man. What? We do it before the guys go on, uh, before like the, the kids go on, um, 
their break for the summer. Whatever. So that everybody's still on campus and then all the recruits come because nobody's doing visits on uh, Thursdays. So um, it's a lot of success last year as far as getting people on campus. We had like, it was like 100 recruits. Out of the hundred, it was really like forty that forty that we were really like after. They're just trying to avoid competing with other people to have people come visit. So they're doing it on Thursday. Is that what the strategy is? Nighttime game, you know, you're not playing. Ain't nobody got no primetime game except primetime. So Hmm. why not? Well, Georgia's Georgia's game will be on uh, ESPN uh, ESPN two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Colorado's the only school that's going to be on ESPN main main flagship. Are they really? The only school in the country that's going to be on ESPN main that prime channel. time effect, man. Colorado it, ain't been relevant in over a decade, but he shows up and they get spring game on ESPN. That's crazy. And this might crazy. be the earliest in uh, Amen Corner podcast. Uh, seven minutes in, folks. Uh, we have touched <laughs> on Colorado again. So there we go. Didn't oh, even mean man. to do it. That's crazy, though. <laughs> I, but the only reason I ask about the spring game is because, you know, of course, I'm immersed in the Auburn culture. I don't know how big a deal this is to fans at other schools about, like, what happens during the spring game and what you see and what kind of evaluations you're making out of it. But people are anxious to see what's going to happen with this spring as the first spring coming out under the new coach. Um, so it's going to be interesting here in Auburn just to kind of take a look at what how the quarterbacks perform and whether or not they're going to go portal shopping after the spring game to say, you know what? These guys aren't where they need to be. We need to bring somebody else in. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that heats up. Um, but not, not a ton going on really early in practices. Uh, let's take the trip to Gainesville. How, how is it feeling? What's the mood down there in Gainesville right now during the spring? Uh, surprisingly excitement, especially on the defensive side. Uh, you know, the, the goal. Wait a minute. Surprisingly range. excited because you, you usually are the one driving the Florida is, is ready. I think well. I, I think uh, a lot. Well, you're of just the, saying a lot of the other fans are surprisingly excited. Um, I just think overall people are kind of still nervous about you know Mertz. Like you know, what's mm-hmm. he doing? Supposedly he's been looking good. I mean, <clears throat> people are going to say he look good, but supposedly he's looking pretty good at practice. Um, he's working well. He's getting the number one rep, so I don't think it's going to be a real question as far as who's the guy. Um, he's getting a clear work at number one. Our Redshirt freshman Max Brown is looking pretty good. Uh, he's the guy who can run around, do things. Um, you know, he could be special. Um, you know, we'll see what he does. But uh, running back room looks great. The wide receivers are really looking good. Andy Jean is going to play. He might be a starter as a freshman. A kid. Who is this? Andy Jean from Miami. Um, he was. Uh, he, he's he's just a, a girl that says that um that <laughs> Napier is the one, one I think yeah, yeah. Something, but, something but the like kids that. not as something like that I just, I just <laughs> what, what positions yeah. can play he's a wide receiver <laughs> Andy Jean um he is a uh huh. a runner um he went to the same high school as uh um, Amari Cooper I want to say uh okay. Felix Jones coach kid uh but yeah he's most likely going to start as a freshman. Um, and yeah, man. And the defense is, is looking great. Yeah, we got some young guys that's ready to make uh, some moves. And um, Miguel Mitchell will probably be a safety next to Kamari Wilson. Um, D-line, the depth. Finally, we have real SEC D-linemen across the board. You know, eight deep at the D-tackle. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, so, yeah, you know, 
that that actually had been an issue at Florida for a minute. Is the they were getting pushed around up front. That run defense was looking real suspect uh, down in Gainesville for a minute. Even though the defense overall, I think, has played fairly well, but the defensive line had been uh, an that's, issue up front. For yeah, Florida. that's that was the gap. The gap was the D tackles. But uh, yeah, man, they're looking good. Uh, we got the transfers. We got some freshmen, Will Norman, Kelby Collins. They look like college sophomores already um yeah man it's, you, you, know, you said you guys got a new, we were talking before you said you got a new coach on, on or a returning coach is you just a wide receiver coach yeah billy gonzalez man um he was the wide receiver coach got all those guys to the league the um you know pitts he got uh tony uh hammond all, all the guys for the last all the mullins guys he's been with mullin the whole time um he recruited percy uh there he recruited a lot of guys who wound up leaving after Mullen got fired. Um, so uh, it's excitement having him back. The guys like him. He got the five star on campus today. Is, is he is he running the room or is he just like yeah. okay? No, he's the wide receiver coach. Yeah, he's, okay. he's the guy. Cool. Um, yeah, you got the uh, the, the wide receiver. It's not like one the Georgia situation where they just gonna have a bunch of no, like... no. Billy Billy is the oh. guy. Uh, <laughs> and then we got the DC the uh, the DC. I forgot his name. Um, that we. Took from Bama. Um, he's got them guys excited, turned up, man. So we'll see what happens in August, September, October. Okay. But All right. in March, you know, we're feeling good. Why not? Feeling good in March. No, listen, that's how <laughs> I feel. I'm like, hey, everybody should feel good. If you're not feeling good about where your program is in March, then you just might have some issues of just being, unless, you know, uh, you know, you got a bunch of guys getting busted on drug charges and stuff like that. And you should feel good about where your program is. Yes, that is the bullet. (laughs) (laughs) So, Georgia, how's it looking down there, Paul? Man, I think it's looking all right. Uh, Three feet is uh, on deck, right? uh, Well, I don't know. They're trying, right? Um, I I think the biggest thing right now is... Kenny didn't look happy about me saying that, by the way. I don't know. know, At this point, I I can't even say anything. (laughs) I can't even say anything, you know. You know, I think right now the biggest thing is obviously the quarterback battle. Uh, Carson Beck, you know, if you – it depends on who you're talking to uh, inside the program, right? There's a lot of different folks saying different things. But um, Carson Beck's looking really good. Uh, you know, I think that's uh, – was expected, right? I think um, he was, he's been preparing for this for a long time. Uh, Brock Vandergriff also looking really good. Problem for Georgia, though, is going to be trying to keep both those guys after spring practice. And I know I could mention portal shopping. I mean, I don't think there's a bigger name that could drop in the portal after spring for a team like Florida, Georgia Tech, Auburn, than Brock Vandegriff, um, if he were to leave. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, Brock were to win it, then Carson Beck would be the other name. And, I mean, both of them would, would be – you know, big time pickups for, you know, just about any those three well, teams I, mean, I mentioned, that I think, are probably the three teams that would be in on them. The issue for that, though, is they like we interconference transfer. They wouldn't would they even allow him to play in this, the fall if he were to transfer at that point? I, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any like rules right now. It's think, kind of free for all. I think there is an interconference. SEC has their own rule, I think, about interconference transfer after a certain period of time and playing. Oh, yeah, a certain date. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I think that date's already passed. Oh, well, then never mind. I guess whoever doesn't end up here. But see, I don't, I don't know how that, because I, I don't know if that rule has changed. Because I, you know, listen, TJ Finley transferred to Auburn 
and was available to play that fall um, from LSU. So I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that they, that definitely would be something that fans from all over would be looking forward to seeing is like if one of those Georgia guys left, oh, they'd yeah. probably go in and try to scoop them up. Yeah, that, you know, that's that's the big thing is can you keep both those guys? I I seriously doubt it. Um, other than that, though, I mean, the two uh, wide receiver transfers, one of them, Ra-Ra Thomas, you know, he got into a little bit of uh, – had some domestic violence uh, thrown his way. Those charges got dropped, um, so he is still with Georgia. And I, I don't know if I said it on the show or not, but it might have been on my show, but I said, when you know, when he wasn't immediately kicked off the team, you know, that kind of showed me that – you know, there was hope he was still going to be around. So he's a transfer from uh, Mississippi, Mississippi State. State yeah. We're in number five. So Georgia will have another five out there. Not A.D. Mitchell, but Ra-Ra Thomas. And then the kid, uh, number six, Dominic Lovett, man, uh, from Missouri is a <sighs> lightning bug, man. Uh, yeah, he's, a, he's a ball player. I know he is, man. And he was and, he was really good at Missouri. I don't mean like, he, he didn't get, didn't, which is why he went to Georgia. He didn't get the looks he, he deserved at Missouri. And everybody was super hype about uh, Burton being there. Yeah, Lovett to me was the guy in that wide receiver room. And Lovett might not. I mean, I don't. I think Lovett had a pretty good in terms of like overall uh, stat sheet. He might not hit the same amount. Uh, let's see how much did he have last year. I want to say he had. Yeah, he had fifty six for eight forty six and three touchdowns. 846, Georgia hasn't had a wide receiver go over 1,000 yards since Terrence Edwards in, like, the 90s. So, um, 846. About 1,000-yard receivers, yeah. Uh, if if he hits 846 again for Georgia, I mean, that would be really impressive, man, and with the amount of options that, that Georgia has. So, uh, but, yeah, he's he is he is a uh, big-time player for the Dogs, man. I, I think he's going to be really good. And then um, trying to think what else. They're just trying to rebuild that defensive line. Um, they had one kid who I was really high on. He was a freshman. He's going to be a sophomore this year. Sean Washington um, just decided to uh, just not come back to campus after spring break. Oh. And no, yeah. Nobody, 99? Bear. No, no, no. Bear's still there. No, this oh. is Sean. Uh, this is Sean. Uh, the, his nickname uh, in the recruiting world was Rilla, like a gorilla. So it was, it was like Sean Rilla Washington. And I really oh, liked Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I really liked him, man. But um, yeah, he just didn't come back from uh, spring break. His coaches at Warren Easton didn't comment on it, so uh, nobody knows where he's at. I mean, obviously, it's not like a missing person situation. I right. mean, but he, he's not in Athens, so. Wow, that's new. I didn't know. I see. I didn't hear about that right there. So mm-hmm. okay, he was just like, man, forget this football stuff, man. I'm just gonna seal it the house. I'm just sitting at the house. They got that new uh, Fortnite mode out to where you can play different games on it. So he just, he's probably just doing that. You know, might take up streaming. Who knows? Him and, him and Micah from down there uh, in Florida, they just, yeah. You know, they're they going to start a podcast. They'll start a podcast. The, yeah. the leftovers, <laughs> the runaways. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I don't know that I, that, that might be a first for me to hear a guy be there like at the school. And then spring break happens, and they're just like, "I'm good," and just not come back. The, like, the, I, I yeah. don't know if I've ever seen that. I don't. I'm trying to think. I don't think Georgia's ever had that happen to him. Um, but I mean, the the biggest thing though is, you know, with with that, is like you had playing time coming your way, but then again, Absolutely. you. 
we we all put ourselves into their shoes, right? But like, unless you've really watched like Last Chance You and seen what these kids go through, mm-hmm. and like Georgia, obviously, excuse me, not Last Chance You. Like, you got the best facilities, best work, but at the same time, if you're not getting that playing time, like you you think you're better than you are, and it's half our fault, you know, us in recruiting, us media hyping them up. Um, it's such an early age, and then they go to school and they got fight for it for a little bit and they're like nah i i I don't need to sit for two years you know so it's it's unfortunate but how do you go to a georgia and not expect to potentially sit behind somebody when the last dts i mean before the the incident you're looking at potentially two first number one picks back to back yeah yeah what (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's it's but kids it's it's a different world now man it's not like how it used to be back at bama where you had deron Payne play for like five games and then became a first rounder like you had you know uh jonathan allen who sat for a little while like they had dudes on that defensive line that you were like this kid's a senior he, he's never been on the field before oh he's gonna be a first rounder okay all right well shit you know but it's not like that anymore if, if you're not getting playing time man they're they're out of there they're looking at the next thing that's crazy. I mean, but like I, I, I could understand going to the portal, right? Like if you, but just not coming back and then not declaring, hey, I'm gonna be going some. Like I, that's where I don't understand. I, if you don't want to compete at that school and you want to transfer somewhere, that doesn't right. sound crazy to me. But just being like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of here. I don't. I don't get that. I really don't get that one right there. So, all right, you know, maybe he'll pop up somewhere eventually, but he still has to declare that he's going to be entering the portal. So what happens in that situation with a scholarship and with NIL and all that stuff? Do they just, like, cut off his financial aid and it's like, nah, you're, like, he's not on campus at all, right? Yeah, like, no, he's not on campus, no. He's not on campus. So I don't know what ends up happening with that because, I mean, you're, you left in the middle of a semester, too. Yeah. So, again, kids not thinking – you know, like that's crazy. I don't know. You, you you just went through school for two months and doesn't count. Um, I don't know. It's you know, it's hopefully it's like a feel good story, right? And maybe he can make a jump back and whatever. Yeah. But like normally, these things never end well for the player. Ever, you never see a kid just like randomly drop off the map because it's at schools, right? Maybe not at break, but like a kid will just you know, leave. And then you never hear from that kid again. And it's just sad, man. But I hope that's not the case because I really like his game. He's a, he's a beast. I have not had an opportunity to talk to you gentlemen about, it's not news anymore, but it's still definitely relevant, is the whole situation brewing down there in Tuscaloosa. And I mean specifically um, the suspension of one of their players on the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide team for drug possession and a bunch of nonsense going on, right? 
And why this is relevant, it's not a big deal that a player gets, you know, suspended, right? That happens all the time. We're not harping on the kid making a bad decision. True freshman coming in, just doing stupid things, right? That was, uh, before you go too far, I, my man was, was holding little, the bag on him. He was. Like, I, he was. was a little he, extreme. His situation was a big deal. It wasn't like he had like a, uh, you know, uh, one little, you know. Little eighth, little couple yeah. pre-rolls, you know, yeah. like he, he, he I mean, was distributing. Was, yeah, he, he probably he probably could get hit with one of those intent to distribute charges if oh, they want sure. to go there. With how yeah, much he was the truth. <laughs> yeah, he's not the gun. However, anyways, go ahead. That's not the part I think that has a lot of people uh, there salivating over on social media. It was how it was announced by head coach Nick Saban who says specifically there's no such thing as wrong being in the wrong place at the wrong time. You have to watch who you want, are going to be around. I'm not quoting him exactly here, but I am paraphrasing the statement. And why that's interesting to a lot of sports fans is that comes in the wake of what we talked about recently with the head coach of the basketball team at that exact same school, Nate mm. Oates, saying those exact words in regard to his players being in trouble. It was just a case of the wrong place at the wrong time. And Nick Saban says, no, sir, that does not exist. There is no wrong place at the wrong time. If you were there and you shouldn't have been there, then there's problems and there's punishments and repercussions for that. What do you guys think about that? Now, since that's happened, Nick Saban has shown up at like one of their practices as they were getting ready to head out to Kansas City for the Sweet 16. So it doesn't seem like there's inner turmoil per se. They, they did kiss and make up for the cameras. However, I found it very interesting that he chose to use those exact words in his press conference. What do you guys think about that? I mean, Saban is the king of you know, snapping or saying something slick and then being like, actually, you know, my bad. He's trying to clean it up. Like, no, nah, man, say what your chest. Say what you say what you meant and stop trying to clean it up. He uh he said what he said. And I think it it probably was a shot, a, a slight dig. Um, but I mean, he's still right. <laughs> and when when when, it, when you're when you when that happens, like yeah. if you're just somewhere and then something happens and it's like, oh man, you were just in the crowd or you were right. just walking by that's wrong place wrong time not when you the push a man <laughs> Look, yeah man. i mean it's it's crazy uh i just think it's just like i said the, the phrasing of of using that exact he's like that that's not a thing no not the wrong place that's not a, it's not a real thing you you could have been at the house that that would have been the wrong place wrong time is somebody like you sit in your living room and something happens. Not you're out at two o'clock in the morning and something happens. That's the wrong. That's not the wrong place, wrong time. This you should have been in the house time. But what what are you feeling about that, Paul? If first off, if we don't think that Nick Saban knew exactly what he was saying with those comments, then I got lakefront property mm. or oceanfront property in Kansas to sell you. Mm. My man goes to the podium. Kirby Smart has learned this from from. Nick Saban, and it's it is what it is, right? Kirby did it uh, 
at the bowl game. He said how good Gunnar Stockton was at being, you know, scout keen quarterback. He said it on purpose. He didn't mention anybody else. He right. did it on purpose. Uh, it, they What they say in these press conferences, as much as they hate talking to us in the media, they love getting their message across. And Nick Saban said it with his chest. He did. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, whoever came to him, the AD, the president of the university, whatever, said, hey, we got to talk about this. Right. You, you got to go show face, at least, at these practices. But he said it on purpose. Like, yeah. Because, and it doesn't matter, right? Like, it's not going to take away the shine from Alabama football, this, this Alabama basketball thing. Um, but Alabama has been known in the past for having problems on their roster, right? And mm-hmm. it, it, it's just because they're so high profile, too, that we talk about it probably more than we do other schools or care to talk about other schools. Right. So he has a problem already on his rosters. With, yeah, we have, you know, conduct issues on this team. And then he comes out and says that. And it's like, yeah, you know, like, there's no such thing as wrong place, wrong time. What I got from this, because I like doing my investigative journalism, you know, was when I found out where he was, I was like, okay, he's got to be in Tuscaloosa, right? He's got he's to be. He was 50 miles away from Panama City with 226 grams of marijuana, a, a gun, multiple baggies, and 7,000 in cash. Mm-hmm. There is no, like Nick Saban said, there is no wrong place, wrong time here. You were doing something on purpose. Right. Like, you're nowhere near where you needed to be, my boy. Like, yeah. nowhere close. <laughs> and then, and th- like, here's the crazy part. You got away from the cops. You, they clocked you at 141. You got away. And then seven minutes later, your dumb ass comes back out like you playing GTA and you thought the stars was gone off your, off your name. <laughs> and you come back out and get caught. Like, what? Nah, yeah. bro, this is real life. They're still looking for you. This isn't, you can't go hide underneath the, the bridge and then the room. stars go away. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, that's not so, how it works. He just, he thought he's going to wait him out. Right. <laughs> wait, wait, right. seven they, minutes. They probably gone now. Yeah. Look, look, look at this homeboy. Like, you think they gone? I don't hear yeah, no more sirens, bro. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't hear him anymore. Let's roll out. Man, look, God bless him. Hope it works out for him. I, I don't see any other school taking this kid, unfortunately. Well, I mean, and so he's suspended right now pending the investigation, exactly. but I just don't know bro, how he gets away you, with this at all. And look, look, if he does get away with this, that's eight ounces of marijuana this man had on. We're not talking about two pre-rolls. Yeah. Get eight ounces of marijuana, $7,000, and a gun on him. If he is in an Alabama jersey, Alabama needs to get ridiculed for the rest of time for that. Yeah. You can't have that. He probably won't play. If he doesn't get real time, he'll be like suspended type thing to where he's not going to play. He's going. He's a freshman. So him not playing, yeah, he, he, he is a candidate for last chance you right now. Like that I last chance you was already like, yeah, sign him up as soon as he hits somebody's community college because I don't know yeah. how he plays in Tuscaloosa ever. He'll he he'll play if he's he avoids jail time, right? Not if this season. Can, no, no, not this season. No, yeah, but this season he could red shirt, do whatever they got to do. But if he doesn't get time, he's getting come out with the apology. I'm wrong. He could do the apology tour. He can do the things to, you know, hug the babies, kiss the, you know what I'm saying? Do all that stuff. His freshman year, he's out the picture. He's not at practice in front of the cameras. 
you know what I'm saying? He's not in the games. You kind of forget about it. Then next year, he comes back. He still has his year of eligibility. You know what I'm saying? And he comes back and it's like, oh, man, remember that story? He corrected himself. Now he's an All-American academically. Blah, Do you blah. think that he could play? Okay, so here, like, let, let's be, okay. This is a player at, this happens in, not in Gainesville, but he's supposed to be coming in, incoming freshman for the University of Florida. And he is down and he's in Tallahassee making a run with his homeboy. And, he, and this happens, right? Mm-hmm. Is Billy Napier letting that young man redshirt a year and come play as a redshirt freshman? I think if you're Billy Napier on and you're you're scrambling to keep up with your understudy Kirby Smart, and you're like, yo, okay, if all right, you don't cool. do it so now. Billy Napier's in a different place. Let's go to Georgia. All right. No, Kirby. Georgia, no, he, he's disposable at Georgia. B- Bama, Bama. Well, that's is, what I'm saying. He, is he not disposable at Bama? I I I don't think so because right now Saban has he's not on a hot seat, but the pressure is on him, man. Because Kirby is going for a three peat. This doesn't hurt the pressure like you you letting dudes walk off of the parole board straight to the field. <laughs> hey man, hey, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if Kirby is trying to do. I mean, if Saban is doing everything he can to be back in that position in that game. Because so he he's, can't going to, he's just going to turn it to the longest yard. Like we Yo, just he's gonna, like, look, man, remember, <laughs> we got to get him back. We got to get him back on the field. We can't let Kirby three P. Are you serious? He's, that ain't going to impact this season. We just said he's not going to play this year. Well, I mean, but you can still have him in there, help him prepare, practice. Man, this ain't this hey, ain't man. like the savior of the team. Hey. Man, come look, on, dog. Look, <laughs> this kid, look, this kid is very talented. He, we've been yeah. covering him. He, we've been covering him and recruiting since before his freshman Auburn year. Auburn was trying to get him. Yeah, he's yeah. super he, talented. He's, yeah, he's super talented. Um, and you know what could what could end up happening, right? What could end up happening is there was another guy in the vehicle that is not on Alabama's team. Like, mm-hmm. I guess it was his homeboy. Oh, okay. Um Yeah, could be the fall guy. And Sorry. and Tony tells him, "Hey, man." You go catch these five, seven years for this for this hate ounce as this gun, this intent. And when I get up out the league, I got you. I got you. Yeah. I think I got the league. My NIL deal by my junior year, bro. You good. Look, so 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 I was having this conversation with uh with some of my buddies. Do you think, and I don't want to assume, right? But it's fun to do this. Do you think that the NIL money bought all these things that were in the vehicle? Oh, and he was like, look, man, I can get a quick flip. I can turn the first 10 that I got into a 20 piece. I just need you to make this run with me from wherever they were going to, to wherever. Right. Do you think, and, and again, this know. is all assuming that's, that's terrible. If that is, a, if that's, a but thing, I'm just saying like, you got to think, I mean, right. Back when I was 18, I didn't have enough money to go buy eight ounces and a gun and, and, and all that. That's crazy. And drive oh, around man, in that's a, crazy, a Dodge bro. Challenger. NIL like, money is now front money for like somebody's little uh, hey, amateur weed every, sales. Everybody not up. buying chains and grills and and Ferraris. Some hey man, and giving it to their family. That money is deposited. Now asking, if, it's not legal the, in Georgia either, is it? No, not that much. Nowhere. <laughs> oh, I mean, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let's yeah, let's be clear. You can't have that much anywhere. There's there's no place where you can California. Like, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, there's there's no scenario in which 
like if it was just you, like you said, a couple of pre rolls, they'd have been they probably let let him skate. But that doesn't that's not a thing in Georgia. I don't know what Georgia's rules are. No, so if, if you get if you get arrested in the city of Atlanta, like Fulton County or city of Atlanta, it's a misdemeanor. But everywhere else, um, it's not. So that's yeah, crazy. It, like, but again, we're talking like talking about eight ounces here. We're not talking yeah. about for sure, for sure. Like now, that's, so that's what I'm saying. And, and let's throw the gun in too. My, let's not forget the gun. I mean, hey, see the gu- gun possession that could be legal, right? Like you could have a gun that's legally your. I don't know whether that one was. But can, but but I can mean, you have a? I don't think you can have a gun on you legally with eight ounces of marijuana. Oh no! So like yeah. eight ounces of marijuana changes everything. All of it like, together, yeah, yeah. Is, a, is a bad. We're, we're done but, at that point in time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, it's like I'm sir, you're, you're a drug dealer, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you going to help him out. <laughs> if his if his buddy that was in a car with him hasn't gotten any criminal charges before man and he gets Has a that really good offenders? he gets that really good lawyer oh, he man. could be he could be out in two but that the, what you're talking about is the scenario in which I think is the underbelly of the statements about wrong place, wrong time, right? Correct. Because Tony Mitchell is like, yo, coach, that wasn't even my stuff. I Correct. was just I was just With driving me. the car, right? Like and I didn't know. I didn't even and know then the coach there. is like how do you not know there are eight ounces of marijuana in your car? What are we doing here? Did <laughs> yeah. he just put a big and you can't like? Did he have it vacuum sealed? I don't understand how eight ounces of marijuana aren't getting. You can't smell that through the backpack, bro. What are we doing? Bro, you could, you could smell that through three cars, dude. When yeah. I'm driving, when I'm driving down 85, 75, and I'm behind a car smoking something, yes. I can smell it. Bro, like I was I, walking I around. AC on, I could smell it. You got eight ounces on you, dog. I could smell that from. We, I was walking around downtown Nashville. Said, what what highway is this? <laughs> <laughs> I was walking around downtown Nashville oh, during the SEC tournament, bro, and I was like, "Yo, wow, it's yeah. loud out here, bro. Like it's crazy loud out here." Just walking down the street. Now they have, you know, you can um, have. It's, there's some legal spaces you could do that there, but it's still. I was just like, "Yo, that's." Cr- you can't tell me, you can't tell me you didn't know what was happening here, young man. Like, I just, I'm not buying, and that's, I think that's what Nick Saban was saying. It's like, I'm not buying the whole, I just happened to be driving the car thing. No, sir. And how fast you were driving. You Correct. knew something was up, bro. Correct. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Mitchell's black Dodge Challenger then, quote, accelerated to a high rate of speed, end quote, and eventually was clocked at 141 miles per hour before police lost visual of the vehicle. I talked about this to my homeboys, too. I don't think, I'm 31 now. I don't think at 18, 19, I, I don't think at 31, I could control a Dodge Challenger going 141. So props to the young fella on that. Yeah, that, yeah. that's driver tough. level. Like he he he's checking a lot of boxes right now. Intent yeah. to distribute. Uh, um, so you you are an amateur drug dealer and a stunt dri- and a getaway driver, I'm sir. Saying, you are you yeah, are prime for the life of crime if you really just want <laughs> to go that way. I got driving over hundred miles per hour, and it was it was out the news in two days. Who was Anthony Richardson before the season? Oh yeah, but he didn't have eight ounces of marijuana and a gun on him. I mean, yeah, but when you could say, oh, somebody else's. And I was speeding. Yeah, I was with my boys. We were smoking. Forty's a lot, though, bro. Like, I mean, like, we're we're tipping over some boundaries, like pretty far here. It's bad, but it can be, it can be explained Explained. to a point to where this five star, one of our top recruits, can get back, get in our program, and sit out. Like he might say, "Be like, we're going to suspend him internally. You know, we're going to do what we got to do." But 
if the friend takes the takes the the heat, you can see here's, Tony. Here's, here's that they have to be, and I'll let you finish your point. Well, actually, no, I'll, I'll let you do yours first because I might take us in a different direction. Go ahead, Paul. Here, here's my only problem with that is what type of message does that send to your team? Hmm. That's if if I was an Alabama fan, don't get me wrong, hell of a player, right? And it could have yeah. been, and I was just about to say it could have been wrong place, wrong time. It wasn't. Um, yeah. but it, it could have been a situation where he got in over his head, right? He and yeah. he's He's looking at it like, damn, man, I shouldn't have done that. You knew right. good and damn well what you were doing, okay? Right. But let's let's just go past that, and yes, you're sorry. What does it tell to the rest of the guys in that locker room that are working their ass off, that are three, four-star kids trying to make a name, and you keep this kid around just because of his notoriety? Right. That's where, to me, you you have to let him go. You cannot let him stay around your program. I mean, is because- he even practicing with the team right now? Like, he's suspended from being no, a I doubt it. Like, Hell going- no. Hey, man. Desperation caught a desperation caught, and that's crazy. You really think that they're that desperate in Tuscaloosa right now? I mean, but here's the thing, Ike. Why isn't he off the team already? Exactly, because apparently he sold them some sort of story that says he could possibly skate through this situation. So they're exactly. like, "Yeah, we're the not gonna kick you off the team." Yeah. But but so okay, so here 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 is the question I was gonna ask a second ago. Do you think what just happened with the basketball team? has caused them to react in this way with the football team? Or had that not happened, would this Mm. have been handled differently? Do you Mm. think that this is the way that Saban would have handled it? Because remember, they just had a situation last year where player, you know, smacks a a chick in the head after the Tennessee game, and they were just like, oh, he was scared. Oh, yeah, Jermaine Burton. Yeah, Yeah, he he was scared. Uh, It's like, no, he wasn't, bro. He smacked that chick because he was annoyed. But all right, cool, whatever. But do you think that this gets handled differently had that situation not just happened with the basketball team. So, so I guess, I guess my question, my rebuttal question back to you is how has it been handled so far? Well, so because oh, the reason why I asked that is because of what Kenny's talking about or what we just mentioned of like in a normal scenario with most schools, this kid just gets kicked out of the program, Right. Right now, he's just suspended pending an investigation because nobody knows for sure what he did wrong. Do you even think a suspension happens in this scenario where it's just like, uh, well, he's still with the team right now. And until would it get handled like the, the, the situation with the basketball team where it's like, well, he hasn't been formally charged with anything. He's not guilty of anything. So, yes, he's still with the team. And if he gets charged, then we'll handle it later. I don't know. It's, it's March. So you have that. Tommy, was he missing conditioning? I mean, like he's, yeah, he's not. Miss, he's really, missing spring ball. He's missing some some defensive really installs. Any, right. If this would have happened week three, before, you know, Bama versus you know Ole Miss or whatever, then it would be another conversation. But um, they haven't done anything. So the Bama the basketball situation, you would think that the football team would be like, oh, okay, we'll get this, separate the kid from the situation. We're we're going to handle this way better than basketball did. They didn't do nothing. So I just looked up I just looked up their uh this is from rlads.com. Sometimes they're right, sometimes they're not depth chart wise, but uh Tony Mitchell is the backup star right now. Hmm. So uh kind of goes to Kenny's point. What if this is and this is maybe left field, right? Maybe even like way out in left field. But maybe this is Saban saying, I'm not kicking this kid off the team and I'm gonna say these things, the wrong place, wrong time thing until you do something about this basketball situation because it's reflecting poorly on the university. 
Hmm. I don't want to be the bad guy here kicking this kid off the team when you ain't done nothing on the on the basketball side of things. Show me something, AD. Show me something, Prez, and and do something about that, and then I'll take care of this guy. Until then, he's chilling. I don't I, – left field. but yeah. Or I got one for you. You don't kick him off the team yet because you don't know if these charges are going to stick. Because the last thing you want to do is kick this kid off, let him hit the portal scot-free, and then he sign at, I don't know, Georgia or somewhere because the charges are clear now. And he goes and he gives you hell for the next three to four years. Very true. Very true. <laughs> wow. Saban got to win, man. Like, now, do I think he has to win? No. I mean, look, Saban's Saban. But the competitor in Saban, the... And the whole Kirby thing, if it was anybody else, it, it wouldn't matter. But the fact that this is the disciple from him and he's won and ain't stopped beating him since, I mean, other than the SEC championship. But other than that, Kirby is flipped it over now. Nobody's talking about saving this Kirby's world. And the, that the way you got to be that cocky, strong-minded guy that Saban is, you that has to be eating him up, man. He, that's why he's like, yo, we need money for recruiting. We got to be the number one class. We need this. Look how hard they went. Say, I ain't never been like that. They had to go hard just to keep up. I'm telling you, man, Saban feeling the, the pressure. It may not be a hot seat, but it's pressure. I don't know, man. I, honestly, like I said, I, when I am sitting here trying to evaluate this situ- situation, um, it's just weird. <laughs> Right. It's weird because how is he not guilty of something here? Like, regardless of like, <laughs> like, I just I don't you can put this on whoever you want to in that car. My yeah. boy, you was driving 141 miles per hour. You yeah. knew so- that's just not joy like joyride dip out and then come back out later, like oh man, like were you only speeding because your car could drive that fast? Like, is that what you're trying to sell me? Like, stupidity. These kids, eight, 17, 18. Yeah, 17, 18. They have, they have prisons sure. that, that lock up 17, 18 year olds, bro, like for a very good reason. Hey, but guess yeah. what? He's 17, 18. He's a kid. He was under, he, you know, he's going to go through counseling, driving class. He'll have somebody monitoring him. He'll check in. You know, this is just a kid with, uh, exorbitant amount of money just lost a little control. What would you do if you were 17, 18, blah, blah, blah? Let's just give him a slap on the wrist. He didn't kill anybody. He didn't do anything. So, you know, so, all of that, yes, heard. I, and I'm not advocating for prison time, right? Like, I'm not saying the kid should go to prison, right? Don't don't get all of that twisted with what I'm, what I'm saying. Right, My right, point right. is Auburn, that... From the Auburn guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not saying he should go to prison. What I'm saying is, how do you still let him become an NIL athlete for your university? Not... Where is where is the actual real world consequence for a very stupid? Not a uh, he you know it's a seventy mile per hour zone. He was driving 85, 95, right? Not not a not a small mistake. Not a even he was driving while intoxicated. Young kid, uh, you know, making a stupid decision at, with alcohol because it's his kind of first experience out. We're talking about intent to distribute level drugs in your vehicle. Potentially unregistered firearm in your vehicle, 
driving probably twice because there aren't very many places where the speed limit's higher than 70. Let's be clear about that. Not very many yeah. places in the world, right? Like where the speed limit well, is He was in a 55-mile-per-hour zone. 55, I'm saying like, 55. so even if it were 70, he was going twice the limit. Nothing about this scenario says we should be paying this kid to play football. I mean, the school isn't. It doesn't matter who it is. I'm saying there's no scenario in which he should be representing your university this fall. That doesn't, doesn't make sense to. to me. He could be suspended, and he could be suspended as far as he's not going to be playing any games. We're suspending him, but he'll be able to still practice, participate with the team just to make sure we keep an eye on him, keep him close to the vest. Kenny, you are, you are in the wrong profession, my guy. You need to be just, on somebody's school <laughs> PR department because you got to spend ready. That's what I expect. I mean, when you have NIL and you're giving kids millions of dollars that are 17 to 18, you have to have an idea that a they're lot of them are going things. to be extremely stupid. Yeah. And uh, do some things. And Lord knows the things that happen behind scenes on any way. Before, right. <laughs> you know, there's stuff that happened that they be like, all right, look, we want to squish it under the rug. You know, our lawyers will take care of it. All right. Time. This just is popular thing. If they suspend him and he just is out of the, the public eye, then it's going to just move forward. But he can still practice. He can still do all that stuff, but he just won't play. He won't be on the sideline during the games. And he don't got to talk to the media. It disappears. It's time, man. I mean, it's not going to disappear. Let's be clear about this. Somebody's going to bring no, no. it up the minute that he gets mentioned in anything at some point in time he, in the future, but it's man. not going to be as big a deal um, once the immediacy wears off. That's true. He's going to say... He's going he's gonna, he's gonna to go away like he did when he was in the police chase and just duck, uh, duck away for a little bit and he's going to pop back out. You think they... Uh, he's going to be like, man, I was stupid. I was immature, but thank God I came to Alabama and Nick Saban didn't give up on me. I'm telling you, that's the line, bro. I'm telling you. Uh, that's crazy. Roll Tide. It's, that's what's going to happen. I'm telling you, bro, it's a story. It's going to be a story. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is this is definitely something that we're going to have to keep an eye on. There's a lot of craziness going on out here in college football, college sports in general. Um, but it seems to, like, have a, uh, a frequent home right now in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Amen. Well, this wasn't in Tuscaloosa. Let's be clear. It was a Tuscaloosa. Is yeah, yeah. Alabama athlete, but it was not in Tuscaloosa. So maybe uh, Tuscaloosa, the city of Tuscaloosa and Tuscaloosa County can breathe a sigh of relief that their DA does not have to handle two high-profile Alabama uh, player situations within the span of like six months. Right? Yeah, man. Oh, <laughs> could you imagine? I two couldn't. Star, yeah. The stars of the programs going through yeah. what they're going. Yeah, if the Tuscaloosa DA had to had to deal with two different situations within this span of time with two Alabama athletes, they probably would uh they probably have to quit. They just like I don't I can't do this anymore, man. We're not doing this anymore. Sorry, I lost you guys. I was trying to look up the uh Holmes County inmate search to see if this other guy, Christopher Lewis, was still in jail and it just like crashed my whole computer. So Oh, yeah. But I wanted I wanted to kind of see if he was still in prison or not prison in jail rather because uh, he had the he was charged with the gun. So hmm. uh, if anybody's watching this or listening to this rather, uh, let us know if the other guy's still in jail because that would be uh, be kind of what, what's up. his name again? Christopher Lewis, but it's Christopher C H R I S T O P H E R E. Hmm. 
Kenny going to do some digging here? Kenny going to find out for us. But that's what just crashed the computer. So maybe we weren't, we weren't supposed to know that information. I was about to say, that's, that's, uh, the, uh, the folks in, in, in Tuscaloosa are like out here blocking searches for the dude's names. Like, we don't stop. Yeah, y'all, y'all need to look for that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I hope everything works out for him, but 141 is a little crazy. Twice the speed limit is crazy. If if the dude is locked up for the gun, that means it wasn't a registered weapon. It's crazy. Yeah, well, it was a uh, it was a uh, concealed firing without a permit, so he did not have a permit for it. So. Wow. Mm. Yeah, man. We'll see. Hopefully, uh, hopefully by the time we talk next, uh, we'll have some uh, resolve to this. Let's hopefully, see he... we'll see. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's working overtime to suppress them searches is like no shut down <laughs> yep. every search Bama, on the way. hey man they already on under work alright man well that's it man we're gonna get out of here enough of making fun of the people in Tuscaloosa that's always fun for me um, I'm gonna start with my guy <laughs> Paul Paul tell the people where they can find more information about the Georgia Bulldogs if they just really want to do that with their lives Man, if you want to, man, come over to UGASports.com. And we're always running a special. You can get your first 30 days for free uh, using promo code UGA30. And then check us out on uh, YouTube as well, UGA Sports. And uh, also follow me on Twitter, at P Meharry, P-M-A-H-A-R-R-Y. We appreciate you guys listening so much, man. Kenny, where can they find you? You know, man, T2T underscore KB2. You want to know anything, Florida? You would just want to get in a good argument, hit your boy up. We're there. Uh, also, Toe to Toe Sports um, on all platforms everywhere, Saturdays at 11 a.m. Check us out. Ike Jizzy. Whoa. Yeah, Ike Jizzy, bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't back. It's a cool every once in a while. You just can't, you know, you can't overindulge. Right, okay, right, I right. got you, man. But yes, uh, TWR Ike Jones is where I am on Twitter. I am. With the War Report, as always, on YouTube, warreport.com is where we are talking all things Auburn sports. So, y'all, make sure you tap in with your boys. But we are here, Amen Corner, right here on the Auburn Express. We're out of here until next time. Peace. Peace.